Thank you for tuning in to Sisters, where we discuss lifestyle love with lots of laughs. We're your host, B and Z, Bree. Hey. Nicole, don't be getting, hold on. Let's go. Don't be giving no dry hay. Bree. Oh. oh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Nicole. What's going on? And Zahira, that's me. So, okay. So we're going to talk about, we were talking about this before we started recording, but we're going to talk about full transparency because they done took away the mask now. And I, I didn't wear any foundation today because I need you to understand that I'm walking around looking like a whole pizza face at 34. Like, I never had acne before. So it's like, what's happening here? So I'm like all water this week. I, I can't. Water. <laughs> That's a good plan. All water. Because I've never, like, it's bad. Um, and I think it is. I don't know if other people are saying this, but I've heard other people saying that they're breaking out because of the masks too. Constantly wearing the mask, so... They just took it away at my job, but I feel like I still want to wear it for a little bit because yeah. we got germs, but whatever. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it don't just block COVID, it blocks conversation too. So like <laughs> bad energy back away. <laughs> it <blocks> conversation. <laughs> just it's hard for us to talk today. Never mind. Right. Oh no, I can't hear you. There's <laughs> something about me not being able to hear just because you got that mask on. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm... But yeah, that's probably why I got pimples now. I'm getting punished for that. But anyway. <laughs> so, Nicole, I meant to tell you, I finished. I'm up to date on Ready to Love. So, Brie, have you watched it yet? Did we even see it? Okay. So, my opinion might have changed a little bit, tiny bit, over the last few di- um, episodes. H- are you up to date, Nicole? I'm up to date, but you know, you need to refresh me because I'm like, I don't remember the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't like, there's nothing in particular. It's just that they're not as messy as they were in the first few episodes. So maybe they got rid of like the bad eggs, maybe. But the most recent episode, the guys were at the guy table and they got into it. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So they had to check this other guy who was like... I kind of like men being in men's spaces and like checking each other because I feel like they don't do that in real life enough. I agree when they're wrong. Like, and that's where true growth happens because if you just let someone keep, you know, doing the same things, it's just like, and maybe they're not aware of it. Most times I think they are, but rarely do people call them out. So I'm all for that. Yeah, full transparency and being able to receive it because it was good because it didn't turn into like, I don't know if it's because they respect Tommy so much who's the host, Brie, but it didn't turn into an altercation. Like, it kind of just was like, I'm a man, you need to go talk to me like that. And then, like, they just kept moving. <laughs> it wasn't no cheer throwing. It wasn't no bottles being thrown. Like, it was it just okay. Like a hip-hop type of situation. So. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciated that. So speaking of Ready to Love, which is all about finding love, dating, all that kind of stuff, our topic for today is dating in our 30s and 40s because we represent both those age groups um just so (laughs) how has the experience been for y'all because I don't even it depresses me to talk about it but go ahead (laughs) well I think you know the pandemic at least for me um like I put dating on a pause for at least a year probably close to two years so um I think that had a lot to do with it and then even now you know, dating still looks differently because, you know, the pandemic and, mm-hmm. you know, having to wear a mask and, you know, me, you know, be, still being kind of particular of where I choose to hang out, you know, what spaces I choose to be in. Um, so, yeah, that was difficult. So I think, you know, I leaned on 
you know, online dating a lot. And like, let's just say like, I'm 42. Like I said, I it's still have not found my mate through online. I just honestly feel like that's just not for me. Um, you know, you just constantly have to, you know, weed out, you know, all the foolishness, like, you know, people are still catfishing in 2022. So at this it, <laughs> why Lord, why? So it just, it, you know, kind of just is what it is. So I'm really just in a space where I'm really just like enjoying companionship, um, you know, and not putting, um, you know, titles on anything, not putting, you know, um, expectations. And I feel like that's really, you know, at least for me, it's helped, you know, because of course, you know, in the past, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm with this great guy. Like six months from now, we need to be in a relationship. A year from now, we need to be married. But now it's just like, you know, and I think the older that I do get, that I do look at, you know, dating differently, where it's just like, listen, if, you know, I'm with someone and I enjoy their time and they make me happy for that moment, then listen, that's it. Um, you know, I really enjoy not, you know, having to deal with, you know, or one, you know, wondering about, oh, what's so-and-so doing, you know, and just not having to have those type of, you know, disagreements and stuff. So I have to say that I'm really like in just a good space right now. How about yeah. you, Bree? Um, I think I would have to agree with Nicole. Um, I, I don't, I'll be by myself. So, so I'm trying to figure out how I relate to this. Like dating? <laughs> dating what? Like, um, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, no, I'll I be by myself. Have you tried something was to come alone? Then, sure, I'm not against it. But yeah, I, I, I've done it, but I don't take anything seriously. Right. Because I'm not serious. Do you think you're not serious based on the the caliber of kind of men you're coming across? Because I feel like if we were experiencing like good <laughs> dating pool, like what did they say? That say that situation ship is like pee in the dating pool. Like there's a lot of pee in the dating pool. Like there's a lot of um not really suitable partners for whatever reason. And I'm like. I, I try to figure out why, but it's like, have you, so I think all of us at some point have, has tried online dating or at least online dating apps or whatever. And this time around, so I just had a breakup. So this time around, like not using that, I'm definitely kind of on the same tip as y'all with like the chilling, like, but then it's like comparing it to our twenties. Like, did you have similar like experiences? Cause I feel like we're more optimistic in our twenties, maybe. I think I was dumb in my 20s. I, mean, I look back, um, you know, at my 20s, even most of my 30s. So like for me, it's just like, I, I don't want to say I don't even count it, but I honestly, I don't because the Nicole now versus the Nicole in her 20s and majority of her 30s, like I said, was someone who didn't even love herself, you know, didn't even have that level of self-worth. So things that I did, you know, things that I accepted, um, you know, situations that I stayed in too long, um, it's definitely not something that Nicole would do now. So, um, you know, I say I was stupid, but no, I really was in a position where I just honestly felt like I didn't deserve any better. So I always just kind of clung to what, you know, sought after me versus just like really seeing the situation from it, from what, for what it is, noticing the red flags, seeing them, and then, you know, kind of like jumping ship, but, you know, 
I think I used, you know, men as a way to validate my worth. So like if a man needed me, then in a sense, I felt like, you know, I was worth something. So yeah, I can't even, it's, it's like, I can't even compare 20s and 30s dating to like the Nicole now, because it is like, it's like light years different. Like, I don't even recognize that person, you know, from back then to who she is now. Yeah. So I looked up the Google definition of dating. Okay. And the Google definition. That's our scholar, y'all. She knowing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a stage of romantic relationships whereby two people meet socially with the aim of each assessing each other's suitability as a, pers- a prospective partner in a future intimate relationship. I didn't do that in my 20s. I did whatever I wanted to. And then people that I talked to, I shouldn't have talked to. <laughs> so that whole end of the thing where you suitability as a pers- prospective partner something I did not do <laughs> so I think that's why it can't even be compared right like but you know what lots of people have done it I've seen beautiful relationships come out of people that have been in dated 19 20 and that's why I don't think I'm really like oh I'm gonna be out here dating I'm gonna be out here living life I'm gonna be out here taking trips making money working and what's for me is for me. Right. So if I did an online mm-hmm. dating site, it would probably be because I was bored. <laughs> I'd be sitting at my house like, let me see what these people are doing on my right. phone. Let but, me check if these people I'm never going to meet. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's me. And it's kind of horrible. So I've actually limited myself from doing it. Um, not saying I wouldn't take it seriously one day. Like maybe two months from now, I'd be like, no, it's fine. Right be serious. Do this. It's time. And I might do it. <laughs> but for now it's kind of like whatever but does that mean i'm the pee in the dating pool i don't want to be the pee in the dating yes. pool no, <laughs> it's not like you're not in the dating pool it's not like you on the edge with your feet in like uh-uh. i don't think you are because at least you're being honest and upfront with your intentions mm-hmm. i think the p comes in when people are just not being honest or you know being disingenuous so no to me as long as you're being honest and upfront and you're not leading people on then no like you're not that person so people can only you know choose to accept you know where you are and they can either you know want to deal with it or or, or they don't have right it. i think is the problem comes in when people take away that person's ability to decide whether they want to kind of be you know involved in this dating situation ship whatever it is you want to call it so yeah well speaking of the 20s things we shouldn't have been doing what are some of those red flags because i know there were some red flags i didn't care nothing about back in the 20s <laughs> they were just walking talking red flags. like <laughs> yeah yes but you know what listen um honestly there's been some red flags in the 30s yeah i mean I just because you get older doesn't right. mean you don't catch them right I don't think they changed. Like, I think the red flags are kind of consistent because they're the same things like, you know, um, lying, inconsistency, um, not being uh, emotionally intelligent, you know, not being able to compromise, like a bad communicator, like those are just off the rip. But yeah, like in my 20s, I didn't care about that kind of stuff. First of all, in your 20s, you feel like you have so much time. So it's like, I'm just having fun, you know, like, you know, no one's, I was, I wasn't in my twenties thinking about, oh, this is my future person. Um, you know, I took it seriously enough where I respected the relationship, but like, I was still, you know, in school, like trying to figure it out. Like, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really trying to make no permanent decisions at the time. So I don't know, but those are just some of the red flags that 
I think have been consistent over time. But I don't know what y'all think about red flags. No, those are good ones. And I think for me also, it's like a man who doesn't take accountability for his words or his actions. You know, for me, that's that's major, right? Because that kind of sets the tone, you know, for the relationship and also, you know, um, you know, men who aren't good communicators. And, um, you know, I think red flags for me that I didn't realize like when I was younger, but a man who like bashes his ex or the mother of his children in such a negative light, or even his mother, um, you know, something that I just like, oh yeah, she must be a piece of shit. But then it's like, no, when you really, you know, sit and look at the situation, like those are all things that probably could have saved me, you know, a lot of, you know, heartache, strife, all of those things, if I would have just, you know, and like I said, I've always seen the red flags. I've always had that gut intuition, but the difference was I never trusted myself enough to do something about it. So, yeah. Did we miss any break? Um, did we miss? Um, I mean, there's always the gen- the classic disappearing. Oh, ghosting. I mean, <laughs> And coming back a week later, that's all. Yeah. He's like, there you go. One. Um, and that's something you can sense from the very beginning, before you're even serious, before you know that you talk about their mother. <laughs> like, right. mm-hmm. I mean, there's also a person that talks way too much on Facebook about everybody in every situation. Yeah, just messy. I can't yeah. man. Yeah. Mm. My last relationship, my therapist told me I just had a wagon full of red flags and just wasn't, <laughs> just was like... We have this idea that we can change people, but it's like, no, when people show you things, like sometimes we also don't take the seriousness of a red flag because it's like, oh, they must be joking or that must not be really it. But like, like Sabrina said, like from day one, you can sometimes see like there's some stuff here, like, right. You don't respect women or <laughs> you're a liar <laughs> yeah. or you go yeah, yeah. like. It's true. And it's like, it is never like someone just throws you their basket of red flags. Like it's like a culmination of them. But like I said, had, had we, you know, noticed the ones in the beginning, then we might not have got the point where like, Hey, I got this whole basket full. Exactly. Like, why yeah. not catch it at, you know, red flag one and two. And then when you, when you're out of it and you replay it, you're like, now nah, girl, now you, you've seen, Come on. Uh, uh, you know, it's <laughs> like you, you get, you know, mad at yourself and you laugh at yourself. But you know, like I said, for me, it really just, came with learning to trust myself more like you know I don't feel certain things for no reason like you know I believe as women we have that intuition and Mm -hmm. we just have to learn to trust it because I can say all the time that I've ever felt something it was never wrong it was always right yeah I mean I was I was always one of those people that like you know the people would be like Lord send me a sign (laughs) I always needed the sign to literally like fall on me Right. Like it had to really go down. Exactly. Like, Not a little pebble. It was like God was like, I threw them pebbles. Now it's the boulder. Right. Like, yeah. Now yeah. we this iceberg. Like, <laughs> yes. It had to be like there was no possible way you could stay here at all. Um, but I did take things from that. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm older. And like I said, I, even I don't care. It, we could all know all the red flags. That doesn't mean we're never going to fall into them again. Yeah, exactly. So, because everybody might have one half of a red flag or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the good can always outweigh the bad. But one thing for me now, name calling, you call me one thing that's not Sabrina Holly Nicholson, and I will never talk to you again. Mm-hmm. Or baby or boo. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. She's like, oh, don't call her sweetheart. She no. Oh, no, you call her sweetheart. Yeah, I don't like that either. Don't. 
<laughs> yes, yes. But that's one thing that I've taken. Uh, the, it's kind of like, yeah, you don't call me outside of my name. I don't care how mad you are. I don't care what happened. But you feel like you need to call me outside my name. I will never talk to you again. And I'll be fine with that. Right. Respecting your boundaries. That's a, a amazing thing. Like a mm-hmm. good firm boundary. Yeah. We, we kind of, so we're not coming off as like man bashing, right? Because we only have our experiences from dating men, right? But there's all, you know, sorts of partners out there and all kinds of things. And you have, Sabrina, you have a son, Nicole, you have brothers, like I have brothers, I have nephews. So the same way, what would you tell them as like red flags for women? Like stay away from this. If she does this, if she does that, like what are, what are some of our red flags? I think they're the same things. Yeah, like they're so. the same exact things. Lying, disappearing, coming back a week <laughs> later. I honestly think they are the same exact things. And you, you know what? If somebody's not on the same level as what you want, that might not be a red flag, but that might be sort of something you need to think mm-hmm. about. Maybe she's perfect, but maybe she wants to be over here doing this. She's still on taking trips with her friends and being out all the time. And you want a stay-at-home mom. Right. She might be perfect, but that's still kind of a red flag. Like, listen, we can't do this. Right. No, I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, more so, you know, men have to kind of worry about the, the gold digger in a sense, versus, right. you know, us as women. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, you know, I sniff one out a mile away. And you know, like you said, and my brothers are grown, but you know, the same with me, they're very overprotective, right? And you never want, you know, them to be hurt if you can help it. But I also believe we're all adults. And at the end of the day, you can tell somebody something to their blue in the face until they're ready to move on or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing that you can do. So, especially about the romantic partner, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can't tell you. Well, you know what? No, you can tell them because I, you know, I'm always telling somebody. Now you ask me a question. <laughs> you agree? No. One of the two. One of the first things I started doing, I started being like, "You want me to answer that?" <laughs> I def- I just started doing that like maybe two months ago. Like, do you really like, want to hear? because <laughs> i'm gonna tell you in love however listen i can tell you but i know i can't make you do anything so that's why i'm giving that advice piece but i back away i can't be mad at you because you want me in a relationship right yeah. we all want to pick our own partners exactly yeah don't be mad at you it's funny I'll- nicole though because you said the gold digging thing but uh there's a lot of male gold diggers too event like since oh, women are. have started becoming earners um <laughs> I think that's kind of like equal because there's a lot of men who don't necessarily want to work as hard or um are okay with being taken care of now and you know the world has changed so maybe that is the new dynamic it is what it is but I think both I think just the I think it's not even golding it's opportunistic people opportunistic. like You're people right. who are not with you genuinely for genuine you know purposes and you know just to be with you with you exactly. for you, but like what you can do for them or what you can provide for them. I think both male, female, whoever, you know, is, I think they can have that in common for sure. No, you're right. And I always tell people, I got one broke best friend. That's it. <laughs> Her That's name is kid. And like I said, cause I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt and not doing that again. So, um, no, you're right. So it does go both ways. And, um, I know for me, just, you know, anyone who's not on my level as to speak, like, it's just, it's like that building process, like that build a bear process. I'm like 42. Like I need someone who comes already, you know, whole. 
and then we can continue to compliment each other, but I don't got time for you. Oh, you know, I'm working on this vision and, and that's fine. And you stay over there working on your vision and I'm keep, you know, doing what I'm doing because I just, I can't, I just, I can't do it. Take the tool belt off. No more Bob yeah, the Builder. Yeah, no more no. project. Tool away. They don't rust it out. They gone. I ain't got time. I broke the hammerhead off. Like, <laughs> I can't do it no more. That, that comes to a place though, because Sabrina kind of touched on that. Like you said, like incompatibility, like being able to, like you want to stay at home mom and she wants to have a career or go on vacation and stuff that's the thing right I think that conversation like has to be had earlier on I think people wait a little bit too long sometimes to have that because it's like like kids like do you want kids how do you want to raise them you know finances like all of these conversations and I think it's just I think that's part of what makes life so hard is because it's like I don't think we necessarily trust people anymore because of like maybe being burned or being like past experiences and things like that. So I think we're just not a trusting sort of like community because dating is, is I, from what I'm hearing from people who are dating and that's like LGBT people, like everybody is having a difficult time finding a good partner for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, forget dating. People are crazy out here. You see the news. That's why people don't trust. The the trust is gone. Now we are really bunkered sometimes. So I think that's part of it. Like, it's scary. Yeah. Did you see that woman who faked her kidnapping? Have y'all been watching that on the news? No. So there was a woman in California. She's a mom. And they were like, it was like FBI looking for her, like all this kind of stuff. It was like two years ago. She got, she said she got kidnapped by two Puerto Rican women, like as far like trying to human traffic her. Um, and she had a brand on her face and all this stuff. And the FBI kept investigating it and found out that she made it up. Like she was at her boyfriend's house. She was married and had a boyfriend and just wanted to be able to disappear to her boyfriend's house. So she made up and staged a kidnapping and branded herself. And like caused her own issues. And then they investigated. Like it's still, she's she's arrested. I think she was just released out on bond, but I've been watching on Good Morning America every day. Cause I'm like, you talking about not being able to trust people. Can you imagine it? Like people out here. That is horrible, first of all. That is horrible. So she had her husband and her kids thinking she was kidnapped. Yeah. The world. Like she had it was on national news. I didn't, I don't remember the original story of her being kidnapped, but apparently it was on national news. That is and horrible. everybody was looking for her. And then they found her like all beat up. And she said that she had gotten kidnapped by two Puerto Rican women who were trying to trap, you know, traffic her. Oh, that's horrible. Uh-uh. Yeah, she deserves yeah, she's in charge. Yeah, she got charged. And she has to pay. So not this is the kicker. Not only did she lie about the kidnapping, but she took like, I think either thirty or $50,000 from the victim's advocacy fund for reimbursement for therapy and for all of this stuff. It's like, there's a certain kind of sick, like you have to be. Yeah, so no. this is why people can't date. Like, look at that. Like someone can fabricate an entire kidnapping and have the world. Well, maybe not the world, but at least most of California looking right. for her. <laughs> like the hard. FBI, like. And you did it yourself. Are they going to brand your face? That's like you're sick. How do you do that? Like too much. Like you, I think you're sick for going home to your husband and your kids and letting them have trauma of you being kidnapped. (laughs) Yes, us, especially the kids. You went home to your wife, to your husband and your kids, and said, "I was in a, I was kidnapped, and they're hurt." You know, they was crying. I could see it going down now. Right? They probably thought they probably probably so cute. 
Oh no. Kids gonna be messed up for yes. life. All because you wanna just, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> so, the less people go, sometimes to cheat though. It's crazy. Oh, but you know what? Cheating. That's oh yeah, well, that's definitely so it. Gabri, I'm sorry, but yeah. Yeah, you girl, you know I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> sorry, bro. We just she just threw it. That story just threw me. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, it was gonna be something in relevance to the story though. So I'll get it back. I'll get it back. It'll come back. You snatch it back. Yes, but yes. To, to, I was gonna po- po- um, point on the coast point to like the lengths people go to cheat. Like that's part of why dating is not. Oh, to list people Because oh. this woman staged a whole kidnapping just to be able to go with her side piece. Like. Right. And then I'm gonna brand my face because we gotta make it really believable. Like, what are you doing? So and at no point did someone say he say like maybe that's not a good idea, you know. Yeah, so. maybe you shouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he knew about it in advance. Like, did he know that's what she was he's the one who read her out? That's good. how he found out. Good. He's the the, the boyfriend out like, good. Yo, like she was with me the whole time. <laughs> good. Thank thank God, because I'm glad he has some sense. <laughs> But then there was ramifications in the in the in the Hispanic community because she specifically said of course, women. Of course. So yeah. you know, everybody's thinking like, oh, muling, there are mules, there, and yeah. you know, you got this whole like negative light on the whole community right. of people, you know, just because you know, blonde hair, blue-eyed woman was yeah. kidnapped. And you know, God forbid, what kind of what kind of trauma could you have caused? Because what happens if you gave a description and people happen to meet that description and now they're being harassed or arrested or exactly based off of your lies? Yeah, yeah that's why she needs to be locked up. Look at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to hurt from becoming attorneys. I guess. No, you know what? <laughs> I know this is the wrong way to think, but I feel like two Puerto Rican women should go kidnap her now. <laughs> That's what she wanted. I know that's the wrong. Be careful what you ask for. Eye yes. for an eye, or they should I'm at least be able to put the paws on her. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Are we so kidnapping like, you? Oh, okay, I'm gonna show you what it really looks like. Oh, really? Exactly. <laughs> you want to be funny? Uh-uh. Right. So that's another red flag, right? Cheating. So yes. Great lens to be able to hide the fact that they want to cheat, and it's crazy to me that people do that because it's like. There's a whole community of people who are open who are open to open relationships. So why yeah. can't you just stay within your community? Like that's true. That's true. That's a big thing these days. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. And so go find somebody that wants to be involved with it. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> but don't get into a monogamous situation if you're not ready to be monogamous. Like that is something that is really it quit it's character questioning to me. Cause it's like. And I don't understand how guys like to have guys around who are habitual cheaters. Because it's like, do you really think that this man, it's not a character issue? Like, you think he's not going to lie and cheat to you too? Like, he lies and cheats to a person that he claims to love. So, and I get broke code because a lot of times guys treat their male friends better than their significant other in this day and age. Anyway, I don't know what this whole dynamic is um, of trying to impress your friends. But, like, if I had a friend... And all she did was cheat all the time, <laughs> like, and got me involved in her cheating, wanted me to lie for her. Like, eventually, I got to start being like, well, dang, is, this, is she a good person? Because is she a good person? <laughs> like, why is she my friend? Like, why? <laughs> but guys don't think that, I guess. I don't know. Some people just come from the like it's not my business, right? Right, wrong, or indifferent. Like, you know, everyone's different. Um, and some may say something, but same some may just be like, listen, that that's between them. Um, 
It's really, a, it, I just really feel like it's a, it's a fine line when you get involved in people's relationships, you mm -hmm. know? So, I don't know, for the most part, like I said, as long as that sh stuff don't be affecting me, I'm like, listen, do you. <laughs> just don't bring me in it. Yeah, don't be just like, oh, I was at Nicole house. And you're like, <laughs> get out of here, Levi, we're taping. <laughs> Hey, nephew. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we talked about the red flags. What about the green flags? What are some good things to look for in like a partner, someone you're dating? Things to look for. Well, Dating's I really think hard. it's like kind of like the inverse. <laughs> um, you know, for me, someone who, you know, takes accountability, apologize when they're wrong, you know, they respect and honor, you know, the boundaries that you're set, they set, you know, you set, um, they're authentic in their actions, you know, just very transparent. Um, to me, like those things are just, you know, where I feel safe, you know, not mm -hmm. just physically, but emotionally safe, you know, able to be vulnerable with that person when I'm in their space. Um, those are just some of the things that I think about. Yeah, I think authenticity is a big one. They can be authentic to themselves and therefore if they can do it with themselves, they can they're more likely to do it with you. Mm -hmm. Other than I think I really think compatibility is a big one. Because <clears throat> even if somebody can be good for themselves and good for somebody else, but not good for you. So I think that's big. I think that, that has to be looked at whether they're heaven or not heaven. Um other than that. You know, you can't be out here lying. So this is the exact opposite. Right. <laughs> not be a liar. Let's not be a cheater. Let's not be a thief. Right. <laughs> and just, That's a good just, one. just be a good person. Like, why is that? It's, it shouldn't even be hard. Like, just be a good decent of moral yeah. and ethical value. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. And I, I, I don't know where where morality went um in life but it's definitely in low supply but I think a green flag for me is um being able to compromise in a healthy way like there's times when you might feel like the, you're right 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 but if it's not right for the health of your relationship to be right like you know being able to compromise and knowing when to do that because it's like you can't have two people together who are both right all the time like somebody has to yield and you have to get good at deciding like, okay, is this battle worth fighting? Like, is this a good, is this something that's really worth compromising my whole relationship for? So, you know, being able to just be like, you know what, I don't agree, but I can understand where you're coming from. Or, you know, I understand, even if it's something that, you know, maybe you really don't understand, but you, people have the right to feel what they feel. And, you know, kind of, a green flag for me is being able to be respectful of people's feelings um, and thoughts because they don't have to make sense to you for you to be able to respect the bounds of them. Like you're allowed to feel what you feel. Like no one can explain. We could all be in a situation where we watch the same event happen and it affects us all differently. So doesn't mean any of those are, are wrong. They're just different. We're different people. So I think someone who can respect that, a, a huge green flag for me is someone who does not um, bring up the past in a way to sort of like demean you or throw it in your face. Like, so kind of to Nicole's part, like that safety, I think comes from being able to be vulnerable with somebody that you know is not going to hold against you. I think that's a huge one for me, especially over the last few years. Like I really didn't know how important that was to me. 
Okay. Yeah. Good ones. Hopefully, though, they won't be trash forever. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it's trash. It's, you know, it sucks. <laughs> you had this moments, but I know there's definitely, um, you know, good people out there. <laughs> Not that face you made. <laughs> and you, you know not mean that guy. If that's the perspective that someone has, mind. stop doing it. <laughs> like, just stop. Like, yeah, I, I would say that. Just stop. Just don't do it. Because you won't look at it positively anyway. Right. <laughs> so it's like, the person could be great. And if you, you have, have that mentality. You have to get to the point where you can see it positively. Mm-hmm. You can't be out here just thinking about all the bad things. You got to be like, well, you know what? Listen, like, I'm good with myself. I think I can try to make it work with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you also just can't go for that. The people that hit you up too. You want online dating? Oh, they hit me up. No, do a conversation. See if they are compatible. See if they have some of those green flags, and then go. And then do it really, not big, exactly. small steps. Small steps. Like and, and yeah. just stay in the present. That's just yeah, exactly my the present. Yeah. Therapist, stay in the present, and then just enjoy the moment for what it is. Not yeah. you know forecasting. You know yeah. years from now. So exactly. I think you're right. Um, yeah. and I think that the pandemic helped me do that. You know, by mm-hmm. taking you know those two years off, and you know because again. No, I don't ever want to be that cynical woman that just think, you know, all oh, men ain't shit and all that other stuff. So really mm-hmm. taking that time and that's men and women both like, you know, if you, you know, get out of a situation, take that time to kind mm-hmm. of reflect, you know, take accountability, you know, because people always want to be like, oh, well, they did X, Y, Z. But, you know, we both play a part in a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. ending, whether, you know, good, bad and different. So I mm-hmm. do think that that part's important and getting to really know yourself and what it is that you really want, because, you know, in that in that two year space, I've kind of determined, like, I don't think I ever want to share my space with someone again. You know, I enjoy the companionship aspect. You know, we could have sleep over here, over there, <laughs> you know, and like I said, that right. may change. But, you know, for me, um, like I said, what I really thought I wanted is totally different from what, you know, I really want, you know, once I really you know, peel back the layers and see like who I am, what I want and what, you know, really is important to me. So I think everyone should take that time to do that. Another green flag is taking time to, you know, for your emotional and mental health, Mm -hmm. whatever that means Mm -hmm. to you. But I think that's important and everyone could benefit from that. So that's a big major green flag for me. I said, what? You, you it's a therapy. Yeah, listen. That's amazing. And I also think that leads to a, a person be able to communicate effectively because that's important too. Like if we're just not on the same page, you know, communication-wise, it's just never gonna work. Yeah. I think it's big that you said stay in the present. Because mm-hmm. that that's a that's a serious one. Cause you know what? Even though Nicole said right now she's decided she doesn't really want to spend space on anybody. On March 12th of 2032, she could meet somebody and like, you know what? Share my space with him. Right. Exactly. But as long as she's willing to say like, all right, this might be it right now. Mm-hmm. But right now she know where she's at. I think another thing that's big is expectation to other people. Yes. You know, some people been doing stuff because their mom is saying, oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm not with nobody yet. Their friends are all married. Their friends got a relationship. Guess what? You got to be happy with yourself. You are the only person you have to live with. And even if you're with somebody, when you die, you're going to be buried by yourself. Preach. So, <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you have to make sure you're happy. It's not about everybody. That's so, true. 
That's true. And being able to be in a space where you're okay being with yourself. Exactly. Because if you and wouldn't date you, one. why would somebody else? You know, and that's that's self-reflection. Because like right now, I know I'm not in a space to be someone's good partner right now. You know, I'm I've never had a history of relationship hopping and I don't want to get into that space of like, you know, people are like, oh, the best way to get over a guy is to get under a new one. No, the best way to get over anything is to like heal, you know, and mm-hmm. honestly see what part you played and not want to replicate those in future relationships because you can bring your own baggage because we ain't perfect either. So, you know, you could bring your own stuff into a relationship and, you know, sabotage something for you that could be good if you had taken the time to really like heal and reflect. And, you know, I think sometimes the best relationships grow out of friendships too. Like being in a space where you just like get to know each other, you take your time, like there's no expectations, but you know, you're, um, you know, transparent with each other and, you know, maybe you grow together or whatever, but I'm definitely, I know for a fact that I'm not in a space to be, you know, show up as my, my best self, you know, right now in, you know, four months, six months, that might be different. But if somebody came to me right now and was like, oh, you know, I want to be in a relationship. Well, first of all, why? I just met you, but (laughs) exactly. Yeah. But I need a little space, you know? Mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting I mean I know I sound like a cynic but I really don't I've had some really great experiences with dating too like just because I'm not married and people think that oh it's because you're a failure but people don't realize like one of my friends said this to me and he was so right and he's like well in order for you to get to marriage or get to that person their forever partner 99% of relationships have to fail like and it's true because you, you can't have those be a success if your one person is going to be a success. So yeah. um, those have to fail in order for you to get into your next space. But I don't even feel like they're failures because I have really great friends who people that I dated, like, you know, they're not all like these bad, terrible guys. They were, you know, great people, but sometimes compatibility, like yeah. someone says, yeah. or, you know, sometimes you just grow this way and it, it happens to the best of them. So I'm not completely pessimistic about dating. <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> don't be pessimistic there's some really great relationships out there yeah I really think it's just in your own time like mm-hmm. everybody is not meant to be 21 get married have That's kids. true. Yeah. like some people have different callings columns and purposes for their life and that's fine I think right now I think the generation before us or maybe even the generation before that you know it's all about marriage yeah and they might have been married, but was, was everyone happy? I'm not saying that a lot of them weren't, but the thing was you had to be married. You mm-hmm. had to have a man. You right. had to have somebody. Right. So right now, I think we're getting away from that. And I don't think it's all for the worse. Mm-mm. There's different lifestyles out here. Different types of work take different types of time. Like, I think I know a mix of people that are married, are in a relationship or not. And I think it comes down to just being happy right yeah I think you're right oh yeah you're right about that too I think the reasoning for getting married was different then too like I think people got married out of necessity because they both need each other for something like you know at the time where men were providers and women you you wanted a family right so this is how it worked and this is how it always worked like but you're right Sabrina like I don't think getting out of get into a space where you're marrying for like the right reasons kind of now like Mm -hmm. you're marrying because you want to and not because you have to or need to or because society says you should everybody does it so that's what you have to do right right I think you're so right 
And I think women have a lot more pressure put on them for that. Like that idea of like, like people use as a diss, like, oh, you're going to be single forever. Okay. Like (laughs) a lot of times men will say that to women, like, oh, well, you keep acting like that. You're going to be single forever. Or you're going to be this forever. And it's like, I didn't tell you I wanted to be married. Like, so why is that a negative? But whatever. What do you? (laughs) (laughs) So if y'all had one piece of advice to tell your 20 year old self or just a 20 year old, like anybody in their twenties or whatever, if you had one piece of advice, it doesn't even have to be dating advice specifically, but just one thing that you would want to share with either your 20 something year old self or a 20 something year old, what would you say? For me, me, if, you know, if I was talking to a 20 year old or my former self is, you know, just take time to get to, you know, know you and enjoy the journey of getting to know who you are. But then I also feel like at 20, you know, that's too young. So it's kind of difficult. Um, And I would just say enjoy life, but enjoy it responsibly. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly, I was writing it down. You know, I always like to do it on, write it down. Yes. So that's really what I said. I think I'm in the same mind space as you. I can give you a bunch of this advice that I have right now. Doesn't matter to the 20 year old. So I can say is live life, be yourself. It'll all come together. It'll it'll work out. Um, Because, and I say that only because there are, I love quotes. I've read books on quotes and I read them when I was 18 too. And I still like them, Mm -hmm. but I don't think they sunk all the way in. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like I can tell you all this magical stuff right listen well, to your you gut listen. like listen to your gut live life be yourself it's gonna work out I think if I was going to give advice I was for the first main advice and this is something that I would have given my 20 something year old self is to make good financial decisions if you can because those have lasting effects for forever and I don't think in my 20s I understood that that it takes a lot to fix <laughs> one little bad mistake or whatever. And it takes like, you know, a long time after that to fix. So I would say to my 20 something year old self, like make good financial decisions if you can, if possible, because sometimes you broke in your twenties, like you just can't. So it is what it is, but that's one. And then I think I would just agree with y'all. Like it doesn't really matter. Like if someone gave us a blueprint of what was going to happen in the future, we probably still would do messed up things or (laughs) still make mistakes or still do bad things. But I think, you know, forgiving yourself and not being so hard on yourself would probably be like my piece of advice. Like it's okay to make those mistakes. Like it's okay to learn from them because that's how you grow and that's how you become better, you know? Mm -hmm. Ooh, we could do a whole episode on forgiving yourself. Oh, child. But, you know, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> well, ladies, it's been a pleasure as usual. Any last thoughts? Are we good? All right. So to our listeners, we thank you once again for listening. As usual, please feel free to follow us at BNZ Sisters on Instagram. Um, you know, we love to hear from you there too. And if you have any sort of topics, ideas, things that we haven't covered, things that you'd like to see us discuss, please feel free to email us at bnzsisters at gmail.com. Um, and all of our social media platforms will be available too. So follow us individually. If you have questions after this, if you want to talk to us about anything that we've talked about, um, we're all open people. We all like to, you know, 
we don't like to hide the ball. So anything that we might be able to share with you, whether we don't know all the answers, but we're happy to talk to our, our listeners and, you know, all of that. And don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube page um, and hit that bell too, so that you know when our new episodes are coming up. And we just thank you for listening. We don't take y'all for granted and we appreciate it so much. So thank you for listening to Sisters and we'll see you next time. Thank you.